0: and thank you for listening to episode 76 of 60 minutes with i'm dave and this is another of our special interview soundcheck shows and in this one i'm joined by liv sin whose new album follow me was released just a few days ago on april the 28th so before we get into my chat with liv why don't you turn up the speakers once again and have a listen to the first song that was released from the album it's called let me out First of all, thanks for spending some time and coming on to the show with us.
1: Well, uh, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure, pleasure. Uh, now, it's been a few days since the Follow Me album came out. Uh, it must have been quite nerve-wracking for you, waiting for the album to come out and then getting the feedback from the listeners. What's the last few days been like for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, of course it is, because, uh, we, I mean, we waited quite long to get the album out. I think it was ready in... In January but it didn't hit the street until Friday this Friday so uh, so it's been a long wait and also you yeah you want to see what people what they the old fans of scissors how they like it and how how other people would would like it and how will journalists like it etc etc so yeah it's, it's been um, it's been quite nervous
0: <laughs> everything I've read though so far has been really positive so you must be really pleased
1: I am. It's been, uh, as you said, it's mostly positive. I've seen some that, but there are a few. So mostly it's very positive. It which kind of feels almost a little bit weird. It's like, oh wait, wait a little <laughs> bit. But but it's very. I mean, of course we are very happy about it. But you just wait for the like, for that review when they just tell you that you are shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been doing then between the album being finished until the release date? I mean, of course you made the your music video um
1: yeah i mean there's a it's a lot of a lot of work um to get everything all the artwork and all all the artwork for everything we did packages for the pre-orders and everything has to have artwork so it's a lot of work around it it's not just recording the album it's everything around it too artwork doing interviews um And then actually rehearsing so that we can go out and play live, also. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you've played your first shows as well. How did they go down?
1: They went well. Uh, I I might have screamed a little bit too much. That's why (laughs) I sound like this when I talk today. Uh, But I I, I kind of knew that would happen because it's the first shows and you get a little bit overexcited. Uh, and you want to do the best because it's really the first show. So I, I was a little bit prepared that I was sounding like this. So, But <laughs> but they went down well. I mean, and now they are done. It feels good that we have done it. We survived it. We survived it pretty good. And now it's we can just do it better and better.
0: And your shows are always so energetic as well. How do you prepare for them? Have you got any, any like special regime that you go through?
1: No. I mean, not more than I try to warm up. I used to, you when I was a Sister Sin, we always did push-ups before. I might take that into this band, too. Everybody does push-ups.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. Crack the whip on them before the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you mentioned Sister Sin, and of course, um, you're probably sick of asking, answering questions about it, but Sister Sin, we're going for so long, 13-year career, uh, and then that came to an end. So you've got your new projects now with Live Sin. I mean, yeah. that, that must have been quite a traumatic time for you when that was, when that was happening.
1: It was because um, for me and Dave, who plays the drums, um, we wanted to, we thought that Sister Sin would last forever. Uh, so it was, I think it was a shock for both of us that we actually didn't last forever. And, in, and I was very sad in the beginning and a very, uh, very lost because uh, I built kind of my whole life around Sister Sin and my personality around being the lead singer of sister sin and when i lost that it's kind of the the ground just disappear under your feet it's uh, i didn't know who am i without sister sin and also i mean i spent so much time with these guys 13 years and i've seen more of them than my family and friends Mm -hmm. and suddenly i don't spend every weekend with them anymore so that also is kind of weird it's like a relationship um, or a marriage that ends, even though you understand that in the end it's 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 for the best. It's still very sad when it happens.
0: Yeah, you knew though that your heart was in the music business and you wanted to carry on. So yeah, you must have had a few different choices of what direction to go in as well.
1: Yeah, as I said in the beginning, I was very lost and and <laughs> and, and depressed, and I first I didn't know if I had the the kind of energy to start over again because it, it is a lot of work for a small band, for everybody, but it is a lot of work for a small band. And, and if I have to put this work in again, it has to really get me where I want or has to really be for something that I my heart is for. And very much in the beginning, I got a lot of people who wanted to do stuff with me, producers or other bands, but they were never... The kind of music I wanted to play was more pop rock, a lot of pop rock or a lot of more rock and roll, sleaze rock, if you can say, Mm -hmm. which is not what I wanted to do. But in the beginning, of course, you're like, yes, yes. Oh, someone wants me (laughs) on board. Yes, I don't want to leave music. But then I started to think and, and then I also thought about this. It is so much work, and it takes so much sacrifices and if I have to if I have to do it once again, I have to start over, I want to start over with something that is really from the heart, from my heart, not someone else's project because then I would not last so long, I think so yeah, so I took the decision to just go with, with I, I saw it as an opportunity, I get an opportunity to start over again and decide myself for myself what kind of music i want to play who i'm going to play with and and everything so and then i just follow that and then uh, that's how it became the music that i that i do today which is more metal and maybe more basic metal but still still much much heavier than sister sin instead of choosing maybe the more commercial way to do something more poppy or whatever it's not me
0: <laughs> and you've got a couple of great producers on this album as well absolutely and it's i mean they brought out oh it's such a great sound i listened, i remember the first time that i listened to to your album and the, my first thought was oh this has got a, a, a sound of accept to it it sounded as well very much like uh painkiller yeah. pain era judas priest yeah, and then when it was going through the tracklist, and of course you've got a cover of one of Rob Halford's uh, fight songs as well. It was yeah. like, wow, this is amazing. So you, I mean, what are your influences are? Presuming that you're a big Judas Priest fan as well.
1: I am, and that Stefan Kaufman, who recorded the album and produced the album, he's also a big Judas Priest fan. So you can hear that we had a lot of, we had a lot of Judas Priest in there. We had that kind of thinking when we did it. A lot of both with the drums, but also, but primarily on the on the vocals. Mm. So we had a kind of theme during the vocal sessions. Um, that was kind of how would Rob, Rob Halford sing this? <laughs> and if I didn't do it enough, uh, Stefan could could scream to me like, how would Halford do it? Do it like <laughs> Halford. I want more Halford. So so absolutely, you can hear a lot of Judas priest in there. Uh, for sure. But we also when we would do when we made the songs, uh, we had a lot of influences from... My, one of my favourite bands are Arch Enemy. So my, my thinking was a little bit, I want the, the kind of riffs that they have in Arch Enemy, or I mean, a guitar-based music with guitar melodies and cool guitar riffs, but with, with the, my clean, if you could call my vocals clean, but with the cleaner vocals instead of just the growling.
0: Yeah. And that's what I love about this album as well. I mean, the whole the whole package the way the the guitar sound the drum sound your vocals i mean everything is just what i love about it it's 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 a really hard rock and metal album that...
1: yeah i think so and i mean i can understand there was a lot some people doesn't like the the the, the sound picture that you, that is on the album because it is a little bit accept and the kind of um painkiller just priest uh, it's not maybe a very warm sound but the kind of music that we play It's not made for a more warmer rock and roll sound. It would just um, sound too um, too much. It would not sound very clear if you had that kind of sound. uh, Yeah, that kind of sound to it. So, for me, I think that that this kind of music has to be a little bit more of of that style of the sound picture. Does it has that it has?
0: Yeah, and it covers it covers quite a lot. Though I mean, one of my favorite tracks is Godless Utopia. And I love the bass running it when your vocals come in, and then you've got the crunching guitar that comes in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Me too.
0: <laughs> but then you've got things. I mean, you've even got some strings in the album as well, haven't you? I mean, the fa- the, final, uh, the final the final one tra- song. <laughs> yeah, the final track yeah. is in epic, the beast inside, to close off the album. I mean, it just—it's that slow build up to the big burn at the end, which is, you know, it's yeah, a, it's a great way, to, you know, to go out with it. What, how on earth did you choose for what song to release first? I mean, obviously you let let me out first. So, what was the thinking yeah. behind? What song do you release first?
1: It was a little bit. It was two things. It was one, uh, the record label uh, thought that let me out had a more potential commercial, and I understand that it's hooky. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that. Okay, what goes commercial? Uh, it's hooky. Uh, so that's. But also, it was a little bit that for for the Sister Sin fans. I think "Let Me Out" is the song that is closest to a Sister Sin song. So it was also a way to not. I mean, the band maybe would have put out the fall because we love the fall, the first song, because it's so like straight, straight hell metal. Oh yeah. <laughs> But uh, maybe if, if, what, that should, might have been a little bit too much for some of the fans and they were like, hey, I don't want to listen to the album. <laughs> Something like that. So so Let Me Out was a little bit, yeah, it's it, maybe the easiest song for a Sissin fan to get into and hopefully they could like the rest of the yeah. album too. But also a very hooky song. So that,
0: that's that's why. Oh, yeah, it's stuck in my head constantly since since I was watching the music video. I mean, you must have been a, a little bit between a rock and a hard place with this because you've got all of your Sister Sin fan base that will, of course, follow, want to see and listen to what you're doing next. But then if, I guess, if you change it too much, you'll get them complaining that, oh the liver's yeah. changed too much. Whereas, yeah. uh, but then if you stay the same, it'll be, well, you know, why do anything and you stay the same? So it's, it must've been really okay. difficult for you for musically for the direction to go in.
1: Yeah. And that's why I just choose to like, I want to have this kind of music and I would understand that some people will not like it. Uh, some Sister Sin fans will say, we miss Sister Sin. <laughs> uh, of course they do because Sister Sin is Sister Sin. And I don't want to make a Sister Sin too. That would be weird. Yeah. That would be like, like, just continuing, but without Sister Sin, and there will just be a copy of it. So, no, for me, it was better to to do take another direction, and I maybe I gain some new fans, I lose some of my old, but I gain some new. So, yeah.
0: was that part of the thinking behind the title of the album as well? With follow me, was that like to, to do with the fan base?
1: A little bit, a little bit uh, invitation for the Sister Sin fan that I'm still here. Uh, but it is a sentence from one of the songs, from the second song on the album, Hypocrite. Yeah. Uh, it's from the chorus, uh, Follow Me, uh, Into the Dark, Where My Demons Still Hide. And I like that. I just like that kind of idea that the listener gets to follow the artist into their like, deepest thoughts or, or deepest emotions, actually. Because that's what you do when you listen to a song. Yeah. you hear what that that person are saying you listen to their lyrics you actually get to go inside that person's head a little bit
0: <laughs> did you write any more songs for the album are there any extra that haven't you know nobody's heard yet? yeah
1: there's two songs that's not on the album so we'll see what we do with them
0: ah album number two already been yeah. planned. <laughs>
1: maybe maybe an ep we'll see
0: what about touring? Um, you know, how, how are the gigs going so far? And I've got to ask you as well, any plans to come to the UK?
1: Not not yet. I was hoping that we were going to play on some of your festivals, but unfortunately we didn't get any, any
0: bookings for that. Oh, we'll, have, um, we'll shake them up over here for you, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I played Bloodstock and I loved it. I want to play Bloodstock again. <laughs> Uh, So it would have been nice to come over to some festivals this summer, but uh, as far as it looks like now, we are mostly doing festivals here in Scandinavia, and uh, then we are looking in doing a longer tour uh, during the fall. We have Spain so far, and we work on more, so it might be UK too, we'll see.
0: Oh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Definitely, it'd be yeah. great to see you know places like Hard Rock Hell over here, and of course, you know our, our beloved. Yes,
1: I would. Yeah, I would love to play Hard Rock Hell. Oh
0: yeah, well, yeah. We'll, see, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. <laughs> For the listeners as well, um, could you tell them how you got the band together as well? I mean, that must have been a process in itself.
1: Absolutely, it is. I mean, when you when I first. Sister was, uh, was broke up It was like, okay. And where he was standing, I was like, oh, okay. And we started to think in your head and look through every friends you have. <laughs> um, um, and I had my drummer already. He uh, used to help us out in Sister Um so, so I had my drummer when we started, or when I started. But then I was starting to look through friends. And I have a lot of friends playing really good musicians, but they already have bands so and in the beginning you're like who am I gonna steal <laughs> but that's <laughs> but it's not very nice stealing people from other bands so yeah. no, but no so uh, but I found um, my guitar player who makes the music together with me Patrick <coughs> he is an old friend of mine actually I didn't think of him at first because he played punk rock who always played like pop or punk rock pop rock punk rock that kind of music yeah. um, but I then I was like starting a desperate and like I I asked him anyway I know that he wanted a band so I asked him and and he sent me some stuff right away and he was the first one who kind of understood what I was out, out going for he had great riffs immediately I think that let me out was the first riff he sent me and I loved it you know the first listening is like yes mm-hmm. and then uh, and then he sent me the fall and I was like yes this guy so so that was a good choice. He stopped playing punk rock. <laughs> <We played. laughs> um, so I knew him and the drummer, and, but Christopher plays the solo, solo guitar and told me it's totally new to me. Well, I know them now, but they were totally new when I started. And I found Christopher on Instagram, uh, actually. Oh, wow. Ah, oh, yeah, you could say a little bit with follow me there also because he started to follow me <laughs> on Instagram, and then I followed him back, because I needed guitar players. I was looking for guitar players, and, and he he put out a lot of videos all the time of him playing, so I could see that he was really good. Um, so I asked him, and he was in, interested immediately. So that was, so that's that's a cool thing now. You can find your new band members on Instagram. Yeah. Well, why not? I mean, you can see how they play before, so very
0: good. That's a good way of doing it. <laughs> yeah.
1: and, uh, and as for Tommy, the bass player, he was the hardest one to find. Uh, kind of always seemed to be hardest to find the bass players. I don't know why, but it's always the bass players. Um, but he he actually works as a crew for a Swedish band called Harko Superstar. Well, he used to do that. Um, so... It was Hauke Superstar who told me that they had a crew guy who plays the bass. So that's how I found him, through another band. So that that was really good, actually.
0: Yeah, and it's like you said earlier, though, because you spend so much time with these people, you know, more than family. It's like, you, you know, and you've got to make sure that not only have you got that musical gel together, but you get on well personally as well.
1: Exactly. I was very kind of a little bit picky with my band members because <laughs> i know there's a lot of young wonderful musicians who are amazing but i didn't want someone in my in their 20s i wanted someone who was over 30 who who was a little bit more grown up because i've i've i'm done and over with people who just wanted to be in a band for the party yeah yeah i want people who want to be in the band and understand that the for, for the music and also understand that the The band is a company, you have to see it as a work, you have to see it as a profession. So, that for me was very important that I could find guys that were very calm and who really wanted to be on stage for the music and play.
0: Yeah, and then you know, this is just the the beginning of a new journey for you now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know you push for time and you've got a lot of interviews to do. So I'll I'll give you a few minutes where you can go and get a drink and rest your voice before oh, the next you. one. Yeah,
2: thank <laughs> you.
0: But thank you so much for joining me. I wish you all the best with the album. Uh, we really hope again that you get over here to the UK. Uh, we'll do our best at this end to get you over here. And congratulations on what I think is a really, really good album.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks okay, again. Okay, bye. Bye-bye, Liv. Bye-bye. The alarm bell brings an end to another show and a big thank you to Liv for joining me. Fingers crossed that her and the band can get across here to the UK. That'd be really good. The Hard Rock Health Festival is just up the road from us in North Wales. So that, that would be absolutely amazing. And of course, how about a warm-up gig at our beloved Tivoli in Buckley in North Wales? A A double whammy of Liv Sin. That'd be brilliant. We need to get that sorted. So all the ways that you can find and follow Liv online, all you have to do is visit our website and the podcast notes for this episode and we'll put everything up on there for you. Our website is, of course, 60minuteswith.co.uk. There's a contact us form on there, should you wish to send us an email, or you can email us direct, which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 60minuteswith. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter too. Both of those are at 60minuteswith. And once again, as I always say, numerical 60, not alphabetical also it's May the 2nd as I'm releasing this show uh, and as I'm recording this bit actually it's 10.30 in the morning and just six and a half hours from now the new video from Live Sin is going to go online. You heard us chat about it. It's the, uh, the Rob Halford song from when he was with Fight uh, and it's the song Immortal Sin. So if you're listening to this early as soon as it goes online you can jump online and watch the new video too. How about that? <laughs> also remember that if you enjoy the music please buy the music and support the artists. And if you don't like the music, go and tell your friends who you think might like it and let them buy it. So to play out the show, we're going to play my favourite song from the album. So again, turn up those speakers loud and listen to Godless Utopia.